0: Malcolm Forbes once said that failure is success if we learn from it. Tune in twice each month to The Shelly Show as co host marketers Shelly Iverson and Nate Ebert interview successful business owners who share their failing forward marketing strategies and learn how to master digital marketing, Google Ads, and SEO. Let's go to work. This is Nate Ebert with The Shelly Show. And Shelly?
1: And this is Shelly Iverson, the owner of Shelly Social Media.
0: Okay, and we are here today with Deb from DC Interiors and Renovations. Deb, go ahead and introduce yourself here.
2: Hi, this is Deb Corning.
0: Okay, so uh, today we're just going to kind of go over just in theme with our podcast here. We're just going to kind of be discussing what your greatest failure as a business owner was. <laughs> it's a lot, you know, wonderful, painful little topic, but uh, we're just going to kind of briefly go over it and just discuss kind of how you really rebounded from that and give you a little bit of a platform to explain your business and what you do here. So, um, just kind of starting off, what was what would you consider to be that biggest failure as a business owner?
2: I think the biggest failure was I was having so much fun doing what I was doing Mm -hmm. in the design area that I had a hard time charging for that. Okay. So
0: just kind of that, you know, getting done with whatever you were doing and then, oh, hey, by the way, I need money just because you're enjoying it so much kind of a thing. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Well, um, I guess kind of moving through that, what um, when did that really first start for you? Was that kind of right out the gate? This was an issue, kind of at the very beginning, and then right
2: out the gate. Okay, it was um, just something that I really have always loved my whole life and design and remodeling. I grew up with that, and okay. um, I always worked for free when I helped others, mm-hmm. like in the family and things. Um, and so, when I got my own business. I felt like I get paid for this? Okay. No. So was
0: it like your parents would go out of town and they'd come home and the whole house would just be completely redone or? <laughs> pretty much.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> Not okay. only my
2: parents, my relatives of all sides uh, and uh, friends and their families and <laughs> Okay,
0: very nice. All right. So then when you when did you first kinda of start the business? Like you know, after like I'm assuming school or schooling or
2: well, this business I started, um, 20 years ago.
0: Okay.
2: And I started out with just design. Okay. And moved into NARI, which is the National Association for Remodelers. Okay. And then I got my um, contractor's license so that I could have a seamless process from planning to design to finishing the remodeling part of the business. Gotcha. Okay. With
0: that, then was this a problem for you for like the first year, first couple years, first decade, like with, within <laughs> starting the business, or how? How? how when did you kind of notice like, hey, this is a problem. I need to fix this.
2: Well, it's really before I started the business, and I was just doing things independently. Okay. Um, and so you know, I really didn't have a name except for running interiors, and mm-hmm. um, it's like. I really sat down and decided to make it a business Um, it changed a lot because then you got bills to pay so um, you have to make sure you get paid
1: yeah that that just brings me to think about you know like when I started my business and when I started my business again it was like a self-contractor I didn't have all the overhead and I didn't you know I didn't have the LLC yet and I didn't have employees and whatnot and I started off with Things like I would do maybe social media package or I would do online presence optimization, but now we have a whole plethora of services and I'm thinking about that with your service or your business too. So did you like start going into your friends' apartments and say and start consulting with them and, and get kind of a feel for it at then? And did was it something like that or when you were doing it as consulting, was it did you were where did you go into people's places and just kinda of have you know like a service here or a service there before you started just making it really a big business
2: um actually i started out by being referred to people by other people in the business um, like kitchen cabinet suppliers and uh, flooring suppliers and yeah and you know just other people in the trades that would say oh call called deb she has a good eye for things you know and uh, i've worked with her and she does a great job for people and they're happy so that's pretty much how it started and then it just went from there um, and grew mostly in the beginning by referrals Um, but as you take on staff then you have to do advertising and you you take on a whole new realm of (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> definitely
0: <laughs> yeah okay so kind of started out like a little bit on the networking side with things and be like oh hey I could absolutely make money doing this and just kind of building your brand from there
2: mm-hmm.
1: okay yeah
0: gotcha. so then the the failure was kind of almost before you got started. A DC interiors and renovations right gotcha so then you know obviously you've been in the business for quite some time you know been very successful at it what's really kind of outside of networking what were some other strategies that you used to kind of lead toward that success
2: um I guess networking was the biggest thing that okay. I did because um, people want to work with somebody they know mm-hmm. not necessarily their best friend um, <laughs> true there. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because you can really get into some bad situations there. No, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But
2: um, but associates and just friends of friends. So, um, until I had to start advertising, that's how I got all of my people.
0: So say somebody was in your shoes, you know, think way back to when you were starting out. What do you think would be really good advice for somebody that wants to start a business like this, is really invested in getting into you know interiors and renovations and really with that design side? What, what advice would you have for them starting out to kind of maybe avoid some of the things that you may have run
2: into? In a position where you have money to back you up to start out so that when you have lean years in the beginning that you have something to fall back on. Okay. And the other thing would be to... Take accounting classes so that you know your numbers, so that you're not going down the wrong road. Okay.
0: Was that, was that kind of an early trial for you, too? Just kind of on the on the book side, the accounting side?
2: Well, I had been doing bookkeeping for 20 years before I started this business. Oh, <laughs> so never mind. Well, never mind. <laughs> nope, I guess, I guess that wasn't not. That wasn't it. No. <laughs> thought I had something
0: there, but no, I guess not. No, uh, <laughs> nope. Well, that was that was actually the topic
2: for our last one, yeah, was on was the, the side. Yeah, that was last time, yeah. For that's bookkeeping. My, yeah, that's what I talked about, was the bookkeeping oh. aspect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you don't know your numbers, it doesn't matter how you, how good you are at what you do, right? You're never going to make it.
1: And that's a thing that sometimes that um, businesses start off, like small businesses start off doing things that they love, and they just don't realize that, there's more to having a business than doing what you love, mm. the books, <laughs> you know. Yeah,
0: I'm, I am not a numbers guy in any way, shape or form. So for me, that's definitely something that I get really passionate, really animated about things. So for me, it's like, oh, I just see the one big picture goal, but all of the details are missed. And so for me, that's something that I would definitely want to take into account is, that there's not just me as the person that's helping with the business or owning the business. There's a bunch of other stuff that I know I'm weak in that I'm going to need help with. Yeah. And that was one of the bigger points that we discussed was that having that vision, having that big picture is great. But if you lose the details, like you mm-hmm. said, if you don't know your numbers, you're going to peter out, you know. Yeah. So I think that that's something that anybody can keep in mind. that Having that goal, having that vision, having that big dream is important. Knowing what details and what road you're going to have to take to get there is probably even more important. Mm -hmm. You know, because you won't even start off. It's like having no gas and wanting to take a road trip.
1: Yeah, that would include you know what products are you willing to you know put out there. How much are you going to you know have some sort of structure? How much you're going to you know charge for each service and and you know what your budget is. I mean you know working the or what you're willing to budget anyway or get money to budget. Um, I think those are some of the things, too, that are important as a beginning business owner has to take into account, because you see a lot of these businesses peter out, especially the small businesses, and a lot of the reason is, is because they go in with this passion. I love to, you know, like we talked about before, paint cars, so I want to paint cars, and they don't realize, oh, there's, you know, there's the overhead, we got to get the paint, we got to get the supplies, we got to get mm-hmm. the help. we got to get the books, we got to, you know, or whatever, and, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that's a good thing to keep in mind. Absolutely.
0: Well, that, I think that's kind of about all we really had for you today. Do you have any kind of closing words? Maybe like a just a you know shout out for your business? Like, hey, come see us here?
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. We'd love to see you in here. We also own Decor, which is um, a home accent store. Okay. Yeah, 3000 Maine, in Fitchburg. Okay. And that's um, along with DC interiors and renovations. They all kind of work together to make everybody feel like they can do something to their house, even if it's a small thing, like replacing accents or that type of thing.
0: Awesome. Well, Deb, thank you so much for your time. Um, That kind of concludes our episode today. And uh, tune in next time as we'll be uh, figuring out who we're bringing on next. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you so much for your time here. Thank you. Hey, everybody, this is Nate from The Shelly Show. Just wanted to thank all of you for listening in to our second episode with Deb Corning from DC Interiors and Renovations. And next time, we're going to be speaking with Chris Kunza. Tracy has, and Kirsty Blattner, three small business owners, and we're going to be doing that over Zoom, just because with the current pandemic going around, we wanted to really, you know, talk with them and see kind of how they're handling said pandemic and what their really their response was for the coronavirus and how they're improving or really just reacting. So we're going to be tuning in with them and uh, listen in on April fifth. Thank you so much. Bye.